Welcome to The Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much-needed peace. Hi everyone, this is Akemi and welcome to The Daily Dharma, a podcast where we look for inspiration in Buddhist philosophy and find new ways to apply it to everyday life. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, very glad to have you here. Today's episode is going to be another story about karmic retribution. Uh, if you've been listening to the episodes um, on this podcast for a while, you will know that I did another one a while back about um, Bande Mogalana, a prominent figure in the Buddha's um, origin stories, and it was called the Blue Skinned Monk. So if you are, you know, if you enjoy this episode, I, I highly suggest you go back a couple episodes and take a listen to that. Um, but for today, I just have a simple and and quite um, beautiful, I would say beautiful, um, story about karmic retribution, karmic justice. And, you know, just before I get into the story, I wanted to give a little prelude about the different forms of karma and how varied and diverse it is. Because I think growing up as someone who has a Buddhist family, um, you know, my mom um, grew up in the Buddhist tradition. So did my dad, they they have very, you know, similar, but different perspectives and approaches to Buddhism and Buddhist philosophy and Buddhist teachings. And it's, it's just fascinating to me um, just how many differences they have in their perspectives and also um, the different things that they tell me about Buddhism. Um, I learn new things from each of them. And um, my mom especially, she has this treasure trove of karmic justice stories. Um, so did my grandma. And I think it's just fascinating, actually, in these stories, um, just the different ways that karma can manifest and how how varied and diverse and mysterious it is. Because I think in, in many ways, karma is often portrayed as a very straightforward phenomena. But through these stories, you start to understand that actually, no, karma is actually is not a straightforward phenomena in the same way that the effect that our actions and our words and our thoughts have on ourselves and the beings around us is not straightforward. And I think that's the ultimate moral lesson from all of these karmic stories is we should try and be as diligent and gentle as possible um, to the people around us, to the beings around us, because we never know what true effect we're going to have on them. So we might as well try and be as mindful as possible um, as to what we're putting out into the universe so that we are minimizing the harm that we have on others and ourselves. And I think these karmic retribution stories are all about that. It's just bringing attention to the fact that we do really have a lot of power on those around us and we should do what we can to be gentle on others. And being gentle does not mean being taken advantage of and and allowing others to bring harm to ourselves. I think that is another form of um, negative influences that we don't want. But it also means that we don't need to be putting out negative energy and negative intentions um, if we can help it, if we can grow aware of it, if we can, 
instead put that energy into healing, into growing, into feeling good about ourselves. Um, and of course, that's much easier said than done. Um, and, and more or less, I think that's an ongoing topic within this podcast is just having, how do you take this incredible philosophy and actually apply it in practical ways? Because of course, at the end of the day, I think all of us want to be happy. But the question is how? How do we, in our own unique circumstances, in our own unique lives, become happy? Um, and I think a big part of that shift towards joy and serenity comes from understanding that we do hold a lot of power in our lives on ourselves, on the people around us, the beings around us. And these karmic retribution stories are a necessary reminder of that power and teach us to wield it as gently as possible. So let us get to today's story. So this is a story that my mother told me. Um, she told me a while back and she recently told me the story again. Um, and I just wanted to share it because it just touched me, like touched my heart. Um, and it's just one of those stories that just sticks with you. And it's, and the best part I think about this story is that it's so simple. It doesn't take, you know, you can tell this to a child and they'll understand the significance of the story. And I do think that those are the teachings in Buddhist philosophy that I love the most. It's the teachings that are so simple, so stupid simple, that anybody can just grasp the power of them and apply them. Those are the teachings I really want to uncover and discuss um, and take apart um, in this podcast. So I just, you know, when this story came up this weekend, I thought, well, this is the perfect story to talk about on the podcast. Okay, so let's get into the story. So once upon a time, there were a bunch of little kids, little boys, and they were playing. And they were more or less just having a good time and playing a little game. And on their way home, they spotted a little baby salamander. And you know how kids are. They are very curious. So they watched this baby salamander and it scurried, you know, away. It probably got a little scared seeing all those kids just staring at it. And it just scurried away into its little hole um, in the ground. It's home. And one of these kids got particularly curious and he came a little closer to the hole and he decided, well, you know what? I'm a little curious as to what will happen if I put a rock in it. So just for fun, um, he just took a nearby rock and he plugged the hole um, of the home of the little baby salamander. And then he went back with his friends and he promptly forgot about it. He think he forgot about it for several days. Um, I think kids are just like that. And many of us, like we, we just you know, play a joke on something and then we just forget about it. Uh, and then like several days later, um, he remembered, oh my gosh, like that, that baby salamander, like I totally should remove that stone. Like what, what would, what would happen? Um, so he went back to that hole and he took it out and he, you know, the little baby salamander came out and it was malnourished and starving because it wasn't able to leave its home um, to seek out food and to live. So it was very weak and it was about to die. Um, and so what he did is he nursed it back to health and he just made sure that, you know, it was okay before he let it go. And even though this was a very clearly a very temporary lapse in judgment. Um, and he was a kid, he was just a child. Um, 
what ended up happening is that that child in many, many lives up to the, up to the life that he actually gained enlightenment, um, during Buddha's time, um, I believe, um, he was continually, continually trapped in each of his lives, trapped to the point of near death and then rescued by someone or something that happened to just be there. And the horror of that is more or less, it was all triggered as a karmic consequence of him just putting a rock in that hole and letting that little baby salamander starve and not giving a shit about its safety or its conduct or its its quality of life. Because more or less, because of the suffering that he had caused for this little baby salamander, in every single life after that one, he would always be trapped in situations for one reason or another until someone rescues him just in the nick of time. And I think this story really underscores the importance of, hey, even if you make a mistake, fix it fixed it as much as you could. That really counts because you can probably see that if he hadn't come back, if he hadn't remembered and bothered to go back to that baby salamander and rescue its life, well then the karmic retribution would be much worse because he would just be trapped and nobody would ever come to rescue him. He would just die in all of those situations. Um, And this karmic consequence was so strong Um, That was my cat, by the way. She was just jumping from the window. Um, So this karmic consequence was so strong that um, it even followed him until his last life where he gained enlightenment. Um, So one day he was meditating in a cave and then out of nowhere, a boulder just came in and sealed the cave. And as a result, he was malnourished. He was unable to go out and seek food um, or help. Um, and then just before he was about to pass away, um, die, uh, someone happened to realize that this cave is sealed and they helped him to open it, to move the boulder and he was saved. And it's the same pattern that happened with the baby salamander that has been reoccurring. And in Buddhism, even enlightenment doesn't necessarily mean that your karma is over. That really depends on your karma and and how powerful it is, negative and positive. However, once they are past that threshold of nirvana, um, of enlightenment, um, the main teaching there is that they're not going to suffer through that again, um, as he had in his multiple lives. And yeah, and that's the end of the story. Um, it's not, not a huge, big splash. Um, I had a couple darker stories, actually, that I might share in future episodes because I thought, well, maybe just focus on this one story. So like, what is the real point of the story? What is the significance of it? Yes, we all know we shouldn't be, you know, horrible people. We should be good and we should particularly not trap little baby salamanders in their holes but like really what is the point of the story and i think the point is all of us in our daily lives do a lot of little shitty things and these could be shitty things to the people around us to the animals around us to the unseeing beings around us we could be shitty in many many ways but I think what the story is really reinforcing is that 
try to be a little less shitty if you can, wherever you can, because it will make a difference. And especially if you know you've been shitty, try and fix that. Try and be gentle the next time around and fix that mistake because it makes a big difference. That's the whole point is that you don't know how your actions are going to come back and haunt you. And I don't necessarily think the point is to be scared of the consequences of your actions and to be afraid of karma. I think it's more or less the point is to be aware that like karma and the universe works in very strange and mysterious ways. And more or less, I think we don't want to harm others. We don't want to cause issues and and affect them negatively. So then why take that chance? Why not just start off on a good foot and just forget about having to worry about the consequences of our actions? Um, And of course, again, easier said than done. But what I love about that story is just how simple it is. And it, it, it shows the dark side of karma, but also the light, which is that sometimes even if we screw up in a big fucking epic way and like we've really really hurt people and destroy relationships and things and i don't know businesses and organizations like we could really screw up but if we make the effort to try and help and redeem and salvage the situation if we do the right thing the selfless thing um, for ourselves and for others we try to heal um, from that situation and make the best of it, it really fucking counts. And in any situation in your life where you feel like, shit, like I really screwed up, it's never too late to go back and just like the boy, like remove the stone and save the salamander. It's never too late to just go back and and try and fix things, try and make things better. And this could be Um, in regards to your relationship with yourself. Um, No matter how many times you screwed that up, no matter how many times you've been harmful or negative towards yourself, you've let yourself down, every day is a new chance to actually start again with yourself and to begin like your relationship on a new leaf, on a new note. And it's important never to stop trying to never stop trying with yourself. And I think the same applies to other people, your relationships with other people, your relationships with your career, your relationships with, um, with everything in life is that no matter how badly you screw up, it's okay. Learn from it, move on from it, evolve from it, grow from it. That is the whole point of the story. And that growth will reflect in this life and the next. And it matters because there's a huge difference um, in the quality of life. Um, That boy in the story experienced because he saved that baby salamander. So whatever that baby salamander is in your life, go and go and fix it. Go, go back to the roots of the problem and just try and do your best because trying does count and it counts in a big way in ways that you'll you and I will probably never know but the point is it's good to recognize that and act and move and exist in this world knowing that 
it is a very mysterious place and karma is a mysterious phenomena and you're not going to take any chances of screwing things up and, and, and shitting on things or fucking things up and just leaving them as they are. No, you are going to go back and try and do what you can to fix the situation or heal or grow um, and do things right because you can do it and it'll make a big difference in this life and the next. So that is the conclusion of this week's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed the story. I hope it wasn't too morbid. Um, I feel like I sometimes have this tendency of being extremely morbid in my episodes. And, you know, I just hope that this story had that perfect balance of light and dark. Um, Because that's ultimately at the end of the day what life is really made of, um, both good and bad, and rather just different types of experiences that we live through and we grow through and we learn from. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Thank you again for listening. Um, if you haven't found us on Instagram, please follow us. It's at the.daily.dharma. Um, you can also find it in the bio. And also, if you're enjoying this podcast, um, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, we would really appreciate it. And also any feedback that you can give us. Uh, yeah, always all ears for feedback. So again, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I will definitely see you next week.